Daily Draft Report. Set your DVR to record now. Good morning, everybody. This is Daily Draft Report, your daily dose of prospect information for the NFL Draft, brought to you by Campus to Canton. Tonight's prospect is a pretty interesting one, a guy who may be getting slept on a little bit, Justin Ross, redshirt junior wide receiver from Clemson University, 6'3", 205 pounds. And my guest is someone we are not sleeping on, just a Joel man. Joel, how you doing this morning, man? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great, man. The reason I say morning, I'll edit this out, is because this, this airs in the morning, so I don't want you thinking I'm drunk and I'm at work, you know, thinking it's <laughs> <laughs> thinking it's the morning. He's like, why is this guy keep telling me good morning? And it is anyway. in the morning where I am, actually, so. Exactly. The recruiting profile for Justin Ross, he was a very highly sought-after recruit in the class of 2018 from Phoenix City, Alabama. He was the 45th-ranked uh, player overall in that class, seventh ranked receiver, four star guy, almost five star. He had offers from Alabama, Auburn, Duke, Florida, amongst 20 others, and ultimately chose to go to Clemson. Statistically, I think everybody remembers his freshman year. I mean, his freshman year in 2018 was amazing. He had 46 grabs for 1,000 yards, nine touchdowns, you know, kind of burst onto the scene that year with Trevor Lawrence and was just lit the world on fire, and we all expected big things. Had a pretty decent sophomore year, still 66 catches, 865 and 8. Not quite as good. A lot of us were expecting a leap, but T. Higgins kind of took more of a lead role. Sat out entirely in 2020, and this year he ended up with playing fairly good. 46 grabs, 514 yards, and three touchdowns, but that was with DJU not knowing what the heck to do. I don't hold that against him too much. So we'll get into the meat and potatoes. Joel, what traits and attributes does Ross possess you think will make him successful in the NFL? I think a good place to start would be his short to intermediate range route running. He really knows how to sink his hips and kind of explode out of his breaks, especially on like slants, comebacks, quick ends, stuff like that. He also knows how to round out his routes so he doesn't really lose any speed. Um, another thing, I guess this kind of ties into everything, is his footwork just in general. You could very quick feet in his breaks, like I said. Um, also really good after the catch. I think he improved a lot at this year, especially because with DJ, they weren't really stretching the field as much. Um, say it nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also with his footwork, he's really good along the sidelines, making those getting two feet in sideline catches. Uh, another thing is his body control. You'll see a ton in his in his freshman and sophomore tape, just like great body control on back shoulder throws. Um, and just overall catch radius, 6'3", 205. Or is he, did he measure 6'4 at the combine? I think it was 6'3 at the combine, I believe, yeah. 6'3? Okay. Either yeah. way, big catch radius. He's a hands catcher, which is really important when I look at receivers. I don't want receivers that wait for the ball and catch with their body. Right. So there's a lot to like with Justin Ross. I think it's, he's that prototypical outside guy that we that we used to all be in love with. You know, the fact that he, that freshman year, I mean, some of the catches he was making on the sideline were ridiculous. I mean, Trevor Lawrence would just throw it in his general area code and he would haul it in. So and I like his hands and his, the way he tracks the deep ball, but that's not all he does. You know, he is versatile. He has played some in the slot even. 
Um, so he does show a little bit of that. Like he said, his route running is pretty good. He has, he shows a pretty good tree. Um, like he said, he does round it off a little bit, but then he's also got footwork to do subtle movements and things like that to kind of help him create separation. Um, it's really hard to hold this year against him um, just because of how bad that offense was, but I still think I wanted to see a little bit more. I like his movement in the open field. He's very dangerous mm-hmm. after the catch. He doesn't have that elite breakaway speed, but you don't see him get caught from behind either. You know, yeah. so he's he's got good enough speed. And he seems to really understand the game and understand his role. So what did you think? Let me think here. I'm trying to think of what other things I noticed. that, As far as play strength and separation, did you think he created separation pretty well? or uh, Like this season or in general? In general, I mean, I think it's it's almost – I feel like we're covering two careers with him almost because he exactly. looked so different before, yeah. So, yeah, I guess this season and then before because we'd like to think he can get back to at least what he was before. I really like what he did this season when he was lined up in the slot against free releases. Yeah, I really like what he did there. There's definitely, like you said, the lack of breakaway speed. That kind of It's hard for him to gain separation against press, press coverage and really get separation vertically. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't notice that either. That the, um, if you press him, he's he's kind of because he is six three two oh five. He's a little wiry. He isn't the strongest cat in the world. Yeah, exactly. Um, I noticed him breaking out of tackles, but he doesn't have the strength to out strength <laughs> the strength mm-hmm. to out strength somebody. Yeah, that's exactly. I know English well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you didn't see him out muscling guys. You know, like yeah. he could get up and get the ball, but he's not not the type that's gonna like Traylon Burks that'll just absolutely tear the ball away from a defensive back. So, all right. So those are the, the good things. There are some things that we see that we like. So what are the weaknesses? What do you think is going to hold him back? Like, Can't talk about Justin Ross without talking about the injury that he had. Congenital fusion surgery is uh, anything in the back neck area, especially for a sixth year receiver. That's going to take a lot of hits is pretty concerning. I think a lot will be decided on Justin Ross at his pro day on, I think it's March 17th, I want to say. So once the medicals check out, uh, I think that's really important for him, but the injury is definitely a concern still. Uh, other than that, we touched on the uh, the lack of breakaway speed. I think he's probably expected to run in the four fives. I think that lack of breakaway speed at the, like, at the next level, it might mean he might kick inside the slot a little bit more. And then, yeah, just dealing with press coverage. He's a guy that off the line, he, he's very high and upright. Yeah. You know, it, takes, it takes him a little more time to build up to speed. Um, he's not very sudden off the line. He's not a guy that's going to just, you know, boom, boom, juke you right off the line and then kick it into gear and, and burn a, a DB that way. So that's something I kind of like to see a little more of. So, yeah, and then he doesn't doesn't you know the the guys that are really quick the defensive backs that are quick with good footwork he really struggles to to separate from because he's just not that's not his game that's the things that I noticed so and then as far as mock drafting I, I think pretty much everybody expects Justin Ross to be a day three pick I don't think I would be stunned if he went in the, <laughs> the second or third round yeah. so I think he's definitely a four five six type of guy are there any teams you'd really like to see him land on or um yeah there's a couple teams First thought was kind of reunite him with his old pal Trevor Lawrence down in Jacksonville. I like that. They, uh, they really need some playmakers in Jacksonville. See, I think I think that'd be a good fit. You got Lavisca Chanel down there still. Uh, another one, and this one I 
being a Raiders fan, I don't like, but I like the fit is the Kansas City Chiefs. Just you got yeah, you got Tyree Kill that is kind of the quick guy. He can he can work all over. Uh, Travis Kelsey is a chain mover. I think Justin Ross would fit in really good there as a kind of taller receiver that can work in all levels of the field. Right. Uh, another one I'd say is the Miami Dolphins. I think it'd be a really good compliment to Jalen Waddle. Yeah, definitely. And big catch radius with Tua, you never really know how accurate he'll be at good times. Point, yeah. But yeah, I think I think my favorite fits right now are Jacksonville and Kansas City. I think he fit really well in Kansas City's offense with Andy Reid. Right. I think every wide receiver I've talked about on this show we, we've said would be be good in Kansas City. So yeah. that's why I that's why I chuckled a little bit because <laughs> if there's a team out there that needs him, it's Kansas City. You know, like any, any type of receiver that's not exactly the same as Tyreek. So. All right. Yeah, that's all. The last question I had, as far as like, I don't know if you play fantasy, but as far as rookie drafts, do you, do you play fantasy? I just want to double check. I'm looking to get into Dynasty more this year. I play a lot of just like gotcha. three person keeper and redraft. Yeah. So yeah, in redraft, I would not draft Ross at all. Probably yeah. not keeper leagues either. You know, like he's definitely not a guy you're going to keep. But in, in Dynasty, he's probably also a third, maybe even a fourth round pick. I mean, he's just kind of a dart throw unless you see some sort of strange draft capital and somebody does take them like early in the fourth round or something, you know, that mm-hmm. would give you an indication that somebody in the NFL is going to use him and prioritize using him. Then he would, he would be a target in my dynasty drafts. But other than that, I think he's late third, early fourth round pick. So definitely not a priority target by any. All right, Joel, thank you very much for hopping on. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on Twitter and what you working on these days? Yeah, so you can find me on Twitter at JoelManCFB. That's JoelManCFB College Football. I, I post a lot of little film clips on there of prospects that I like. And I'm also working on my top 50 big board. Should be coming out early next week. Thank you, Joel. Yeah, that's where I, I kind of ran across you. And I'm like, I need somebody to talk about Justin Ross. So, And you had a nice little thread about him. It's, I, I really I noticed those things. And I think they're really informative and a great way to get information quickly. So. I'm a I big like film guy, so. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. I, I every time someone shows me analytics, I'm like, I don't speak Spanish. Like, like I, I kind of, <laughs> I, like, I, I get them and I understand them, and they're there in my back pocket. But I still like what I see on film a lot better. So, all right, you can find me on Twitter at People's Champ. This podcast daily draft RPRT. Thank you all very much for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow.